stop. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 135 of the Usual Podcast, a podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall. Looking into the weirdly snarling face of my co-host, Will. What's up, bro? How you doing? Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And I do, I do have a quick question about what you said before the uh, intro thing. And my question is, is, is giving you the face better than... I really can't go on because I realize it's a really inappropriate joke. Hmm. All right. Oh, um, I, <laughs> you just realized, oh, uh, that aside, I just realized because Skeen was on last week, uh, we're on the wrong side. Yeah. You switched the pictures. Hold please. Thanks. Uh, uh, thanks Mandrakos. Yeah. You reminded us that we were looking awkwardly away from each other when we shouldn't be. Thanks buddy. You're all right. So what were you saying? Being a jerk? Um, yeah, it was just an inappropriate joke, so I won't go there. <laughs> and we're just sitting here. I think we still have a student in the. In oh the room. my god! And we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What are you drinking, my friend? Um, I am drinking a diet Pepsi mixed with a little bit of um, pirate rum. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a little freaky, honestly, dude. And we've gotten that feedback before, and. Once we start recording in the same room, it's actually kind of weird because we had to kind of figure out he's got a camera, I got a camera, so how do we look at each other when we're actually looking at each other, but well, we're not looking at each other. I know how I always look at you. Okay. See, Lovingly. But this is why I don't say things. So anyway, what I'm drinking, since everybody wants to know, is a little something something ale from Lagunitas Brewing Company. With a backup. Uh, with a backup of the same pirate rum, which I'm not a huge fan of, but, you know. It's it very uh, saccharine. Yeah, it is what it is. So, here we are. All right. So, uh, before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. And Will is at I'm Will Griggs. And you can find us on your favorite podcatchers, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, etc. And so, like us, share us, and tell people. Why not, right? Word. All right, don't get aggressive. So, you can support the show, uh, Usual Podcast Gear, teespring.com slash store slash Usual Podcast. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff up there, dude. Yeah, especially, uh, please take a look at our uh, mashup shirt with... Um Extra Life. Yeah. Um, because uh, all proceeds will go to uh, the Extra Life charity. And for each shirt bought, it's about 10 bucks. Um, mm-hmm. So please take advantage of that. Yeah. We already have uh, quite a few people who've done it. For sure. And that's just gearing up for our normal Extra Life contributions that we do every year anyway. Yep. So might as well get it going now. And we do have the timestamps in the show notes. If you're not a Sortor fan, we have a little Sortor news to cover this week. And then we'll get to Star Wars and pop culture as we always do. So thanks to everybody who is in the chat room that stayed with us through trailer time and everything else. You are awesome and we love you. And those who didn't take advantage of trailer time, please go to patreon.com slash usual podcast and become a patron and get the trailer time later. Indeed. So shall we? We shall. Oops, wrong. Oh. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. 
Oh, not only did we get a cheer, we got a host. Thank you. Thanks, Pendragos. You're awesome. Thank you, thank you. Uh, So we are in the Swotor section of our show, and um, you missed last week, William. I did. And and, and I ain't mad at you, but here we are. I was having dinner with my mommy. No, no, dude. I I said I wasn't mad at you. My my mom. All right, all right. Let's not get weird. All right, so uh, Weekend Game, dude. What did you do this week? Um, Actually, I've been playing quite a bit this week, uh, mostly because, um, you know, the the new... new Stuff stuff came out. Update five point nine. Thank you. The new yep. update came out, and you know Mako's getting released, and so I've gone through all the content with my <laughs> with my the Mako. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I've I've gone through all the content with my with my main, which is my sniper, but um, my secondary is my bounty hunter, who hasn't gone through Kotet uh, yet, mm-hmm. and so I'm uh, running through the Kotet chapters right now, so I can get through and reunite uh, husband and wife freaking adorable um I'm, I, I'm i'm really picturing that mako's gonna be slapping some crap out of me mm-hmm. um because yeah, you know she would know that i've returned and yeah well here's the thing um your adorable reunion aside uh i support you and and however that goes word <laughs> it's gonna go terribly well with that character <laughs> i've purposely not romanced anybody since the return oh god because i knew that mako was eventually gonna return and i didn't want to ruin anything Will Griggs, uh, role player at heart. Okay, so I, I, what have I done? I am finally back to What's Knobs Group, and I have missed my friends uh, so much. It's been about a month, and it was very sad. It's been a really weird month. Yeah, and so I, I picked up a couple shifts, and I was out of town and everything else, so I ran um, with What's Knobs Group last week, and everybody, of course, is like, oh my god, you, you're alive. And I was like, yeah, I'm alive. Did so, you fall asleep? No. I did not sleep tank this time. Nice. I was awake and had some beers with my friends. We did a really nice uh, um, uh, TFB run and went really well. Very and, cool. And uh, we busted that out. And I, I we finished just in time because, speaking of crazy, you know, stuff going on in lives, uh, my parents were on the road coming towards <laughs> us as I was, as I was playing uh, with my friends. So, anyway, uh, I got that done. Just in time to meet up with my parents and and all was well. And um, I've I've kind of I'm messing around with Twitch a little bit. And so going forward, I'm putting what's an ops group runs into um, a collection on Twitch. And what I I don't know how long that stays there, if that's or or whatever. But uh, I'm I'm doing that because I, I talk about what's an ops group, but really it's a beginner. Uh, right, you've been group. a ray group. Yeah, ray group. So. What's nice about it is if you want to know really just how casual we are, jump into uh, um, the videos that I have in the collections. I've got two of them, two of them up right now. The last two runs, so definitely check that out. Marshall has fallen asleep tanking. Yeah, well, those, and it's okay. I didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't put those in there. <laughs> <laughs> so the last two runs are in there, and so definitely check it out if you want to know just kind of. The banter and the fun that we have, you know, a lot of people, you may have heard voices on other podcasts and stuff from Sword Podcasts. It is a fun group. As well. Uh, you I know. just wish I liked rating. Yeah. Well, here we are. So news. Let's get to some news, my friend. Um, so after we recorded last time, um, there were some issues with Game Update 5.9. And one of them had to do with um, achievements. And the achievements seem to have reset. It was oh, weird. Good. Um, well, that's the whole point of 5.9.8, right? Well, yeah. So the the title is All My Incomplete Achievements Reset. And so that was something that they fixed actually today, which I'll, I'll talk about here in a couple minutes with the patch notes. But um, 
basically they were trying to figure it out and they it is slated for no no that one isn't fixed sorry that one is not fixed or either that yeah sorry that one's not fixed my bad um that one is going to be fixed on the 22nd in their next in their next update so okay, cool that's the that's just what where it is so here we are so it says, uh, Keith came out and he says, I had uh, the title fix, a very serious issue. We're working resolution right now. And this was on the 4th, uh, about a week ago. And the goal is to match up your achievements before the patch and merge them with your progress made after 5.9. Okay. So um, actually, I feel like they fixed this. We have game update 5.9. Oh, it says we have game update 5.9.1 scheduled for May 22nd. Right. We'll be addressing other issues may have encountered 5.9, but I think this particular one was fixed today. Okay, cool. Actually. Um, yeah, I do. Well, because the longer duh. they take to fix that, the more intricate it will be to line everything up. Yeah, duh. Uh, I have the patch notes right here. So it says, fix an issue that caused progress for certain achievements to be randomly reset after 5.9, and achievements that were previously affected have now been resolved. So that that's that's done. But there's some other stuff lingering um, that they got to figure out. So Awesome. Here, here we are. Well, I'm, I'm glad they fixed that up pretty quick, because you know me, I'm, I'm an achievement whore. Yeah, well, you say that, but um, I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> uh, there's some other things that were fixed today um, that came with the patch. The objective crafting invasion force no longer automatically completes when the player receives an invasion force item. So that I can see that being a problem. And fix an issue with completed daily conquest objectives resetting when logging into another character. So uh, obviously that can be a problem too. Um, and completed daily objectives can now only be completed once per day for each legacy. And uh, I think this is kind of a spoiler, so, so I'm not going really to say. So you're saying that daily achievements can only happen daily? That's the way it's supposed to be. I know. It's Weird, right? shocking. I know. The last one is kind of maybe a spoiler. I'm not going to read that one. Um, it has to do with uh, the gravestone and whatever else is going on. So. Yeah, I don't want to know about that. Yeah. And all right, dude. So there... <laughs> I love this post. This is like my favorite post of the week. Let me, is this Jess? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would think. So the name of the post is Thanks for Theron Sean. Heart, heart, heart. This is a love thread. Haters make your own LOL. I didn't dive into this because I haven't I haven't got to play the new content yet. I've been too busy. Me neither. And I plan to do that bet- bet- between now and the time we record the next show. But what was funny, I just thought that there's a lot of stuff going in there. I saw little bits, but I put the link in the show notes if you want to check out the thread. So I'm just I I, I don't know. I just I, I've never been a huge fan of Theron Shand anyways. No, he's dumb. Well, in the in the novel, he's really good though. It's pretty cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So you I thought hear- this next one was funny. Yeah, you want to hear? Because actually, crazy? you know, I actually I was looking through the show notes earlier. Yeah. And very rarely when you when you put stuff up in here for the Switch Runners, I very rarely click through. Really. I clicked through and read all two pages of comments on this. I mean, Did not, you really? Not the two pages of anything as much on the forum, but. No. Oh, but, cool. But I actually clicked through to the forum and read all two pages on this. So, oh, because it said hidden achievement in it. Well, no, I, well that is why I clicked <laughs> through. But then it's totally like one of those dumb achievements that I totally would do. Right, but. But check this out. The crazy thing about this is, so there's a hidden achievement. It says, hidden achievement complete, can't recruit. So there was something going on where um, some there was something being completed for a companion that was slated for a later release. Right. That leaked into this one. Yeah, but the weird thing is, is if you read the first person, the person who starts the thread, it's like, 
I'm, I'm out running something with my buddy and we just decided to go talk to this person in a cantina. Why in God's name would you just say, I'm going to go talk to a random NPC right. that we've never talked to ever before. He must, they must have heard of, heard of something or something. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's something that obviously it's supposed to be for later. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing is, if you read through what, what uh, Charles Boyd says is that they're not going to fix it yet. Yeah, he said, um, actually, I really like this post. He says, Paxton is a tricksy, tricksy pirate who's prone to mischief, apparently including sneaking into parts of the galaxy he's not supposed to be in yet. He's a work-in-progress promotional item meant for later this year. Apologies for letting him creep out from behind the curtain before he was ready. We'll most likely get him back under wraps in an upcoming patch and then share more detail later when the time is right. Well, are they going to consider it an exploit? No. If you try to go and get it now? No, I I just think, but there's nothing, you, you can't recruit them or anything. No, there's no, really but you get the achievement. On. I mean, well, sure. it, there might be, it might be like one of those achievements that, you know. I'm wanna... guessing they're just going to give everybody the achievement and call it a day. Probably. And then and then move on. But yeah, I'm I'm with you, dude. I think it's pretty cool, though. Uh, okay, really quick. Where have I heard the term Trixie Pirate before? Well, Trixie is from. No, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Trixie exactly. Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, all right. So, people were speculating on why the um, patch happened today, and we already went through the patch notes, but there was some speculation about it being having to do with the exploit and stuff. But Okay. Anyway. Um, and then there was one more thing we got to talk about before we get out of here, uh, is... Um, uh, let me go. Let me let me just bring this up. So chapter uh, eleven disavowed Theron Sean conversation bug, um, and I don't want to dive into this because I haven't played the content yet. But there's a bug where um, if you, it's it's hard to explain. Hold on, let me let me see if I can find it. And he says, um, so they go in to speak to him, and. Then um, a yellow bubble appears, and it's been there, and it bugs out. So really what it comes down to is they're going to fix it, obviously. But um, Charles Boyd says, we believe we found the issue behind this one. Thanks for bringing it to our attention. We're working on a fix, and that's going to come out on May 22nd. Okay? But that said, somebody came up with a workaround. The, the workaround is start disavowed. As soon as it starts, jump out of it. And I have a link in the show notes for that. I'm not going to go through it because I don't want to get into spoilers. But it right. also says, um, Charles comes back and he says, note that we currently believe this workaround will only work if Koth is still present in the story. Um, ah, and, and so it so, won't work for you. <laughs> yeah, and that wouldn't work for me because I got rid of that fool. Um, so in the meantime, they have a, a patch slated for the 22nd. So Okay, so just wait. Well, wait, or if you have Koth, then roll with it. Right. You know, but I, I don't know if the workaround's hundred percent. I have a link in the show notes for that. I, I really I'm trying to avoid spoilers because dude, I I'm way woefully behind on, on all the things I want to be on. Yeah, we are. So all right. So next week I want to talk about the new flashpoint. Yeah. And the end of the story. That's gonna be our discussion topic for discussion topic for next week. Uh, and that's all I've got for Sotor. Do you got something else? I, I do have one thing I just added in here, and this is actually a little you know, I'm going to say this. You know what grinds my gears? Oh, God. Said Peter Griffin. Go ahead. I know, right? Okay, so I don't know if any of our listeners uh, play Fortnite. I know I don't. I don't. We have a million students playing it right now. Exactly. Um, it's basically, from what I hear, it's like a cross between uh, 
open world in Minecraft and it's so anyways, but, but the big thing about it is, is it kind of reminds me of, um, the fascination with that, the Disney game uh, that you got the figures for and everything. Oh, uh, infinity. Thank you. But what it is, is like, you just get skins, right? So you can like right. get em- emotes and stuff like that. Well, there's an emote and I get, it's like level 92 emote or whatever. And it's a new dance. that's done off of something that Conor McGregor does. Oh, interesting. The thing is, is it's almost an exact replica of the no bones dance. Huh? That's awesome. And the thing is, is it's like, that's been in the Tour for like four years now. Yeah, I love No Bones. And, and it, but they call it like boneless or bone. Yeah, boneless probably. Yeah. So, and it's just like, it's, it's the same. Yeah, No Bones is, it's, it's my signature move. I know, right? And so I saw this. <laughs> um, and I'm like, just like, you know, no. Yeah. No, but it, I, I like it. I, I'm, I'm wondering how long Fortnite's going to stick around, um, to be honest with you, but I don't know. Is it a fad? Is it a good game? I well, I, they, I did a little research on it because, like, okay, well, with stuff like this, I, 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 that seems like the sort of thing I'd get into with the different skins and stuff. Yeah. But then I looked into it. It's like it's all group content unless you get the battle royale, and then it's forced PvP. And I'm yeah. like, no. Well, from what I, I, I had, the, I was under the impression it was more. There was a lot of. Well, we don't obviously don't know anything about this game, but uh, it's like everybody's in. A, Maybe that's a battle royale where everybody starts together, and then the last one's standing. Kind of. Yeah, thing. that's the yeah. battle royale part. That's yeah. the that's the single player game, or you okay. can do it in groups, I think. But the actual Fortnite is like you have objectives, like you have to build up a protector thing because it's okay. whatever, and um, but you have to do it in groups. I know. Tell me about the idea of checking it out because uh, obviously, yeah. Here we are. Hey, so Star Wars. Oh, I yawned, and then you yawned, and now we're yawning. Here we are. You're a yawner. Oh. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. All right, dude. We got some. Um, we don't have a whole lot of Star Wars this week. Um, this is a, a interesting uh, lull right before Han Solo, um, and um, yeah, we're two weeks out. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's a trip. We got we you know knowing we have Deadpool next week, and then the week after Han Solo, I I got to make sure I don't get any ships. A few weeks uh, after that is Jurassic World. Yeah, and then Jurassic World. Yeah, no, the bumpers, uh, Pendragos are. Um, there's no video, so that's right. that's why you're not seeing anything. Uh, but we'll put some stuff up here in just a second. So, all right, Star Wars discussion topics. So we got <laughs> Carrie Fisher's personal Star Wars scripts pages are going up for sale, and how? I mean, I don't know how often they do this, but the numbers are kind of weird, dude. You know what I'm saying? You mean like the initial bids? Yeah. So this says, uh, let me make sure I got this right. So it says, Star Wars fans have an opportunity to purchase script pages owned by uh, Leia Organa herself, Carrie Fisher. Uh, They're from A New Hope. And it says, uh, each page comes encased in glass, accompanied by a a collage of photos from 1977 film that saw the actress make her debut, et cetera, et cetera. 
A script page with Princess Leia dialogue sells for uh, $599, while pages without uh, are for $499. And the frame collages are limited to just 100 pieces. So, I mean, by the time we're talking about this, I imagine this will be done. But um, this is a kind of a, it would be kind of cool to own something like this one day, though. Yeah, it's it just shows where, you know, since she and, and her mom died, you know, right after each other. Yeah. It's basically her brother that I'm guessing in, in her daughter that inherited most of this stuff. So yeah. that's where this is all going. And I'm guessing uh, some of it's going to go to charity for sure. And, and stuff like that. Um, it, it's just kind of interesting how this is what they're doing with their script pages. But, um, Peter Mayhew was tweeting out over the course of a couple of years, all of his script pages. Yeah. And, and I like that they, do, that they do stuff like that, honestly, because I mean, I don't know anything that you can put out there. I think from these guys, especially um, now that, I mean, who do we have left? <laughs> we have we have certain people that are left, but they're getting older. Yeah, and, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford, Spielberg, Lucas, um, and of course uh, Frank Oz, uh, Peter Mayhew still there, Billy D, and all them. So, um, uh, anyway. Anthony uh, Daniels. Yeah. So you know, we we have we're not done. Right. But at the same time, like, Carrie Fisher's going to be missed. And I'm really curious to see. I mean, we've talked about this a ton. Right. Like, what's going to happen with episode nine? So uh, hopefully we find out something about that uh, in the next, what, six months? Right? Because we've next year is nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got to find out something. Well, it's, a, next... it's spring. It's winter next year. So you're... Yeah, yeah, we have December. Yeah, yeah. you have a year and a half yeah. after mm-hmm. Solo. Well, once solo, once solo is done and the and the dust we'll start settles, getting some news. Yeah, we'll get some. Well, they're not even in, in production yet, so exactly. All right, so Star Wars Day, what do we got? It, uh, how did you feel about Star Wars Day this year? Um, I thought it was pretty low key. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were some sales going on. Mostly, it was people posting on their social medias saying, "Oh, this is how I'm celebrating." Um. I got a lot of props from the kids, a lot from, yeah. from the students. So, you know, a lot of them wrote on my whiteboard, you know, happy Star Wars Day and stuff. And that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that happened. Um, but I didn't dive down the rabbit hole of merchandise available that day. But one stood out to me that I saw that I love. I wish I had this. The How Admiral cool Piet figure? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the Black Series Admiral Piet figure arrives for Star Wars Day. Um, and that would be really cool. It's a It's a six-inch figure. Um. Obviously, it's part of the Black series, but right. it'd be really cool to have that. I I like that guy. The the one thing I I did actually look into um that I'm excited about, and I actually put a link for it in uh today's newsletter. Mm. Um, if you go to shopdisney.com/slash/ouruniverse, all of the her universe collection, which is now called Our Universe because it's for more than just women, right? Um, they have a whole Star Wars line mm. that came out on May the fourth, and it's released through Shop Disney. Um, also, a uh, big shout outs to um, who does her universe. Oh, uh, her name just flew out. I never head. remember her name. Yeah, that's fine. Anyways, she came out with her book yeah. this uh, this week. It just came out on Tuesday. Nice. So please get a copy of that. Support her. Very cool. All right. So, book news. You got some? Yeah. Speaking of books, I actually was pretty excited about this because remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about. Um, possibilities of where resistance is going to go, uh, storylines of in between stuff, right? Um, and how it would be kind of cool to think. And we we're talking about the the possible uh, things that they could change with Ray's backstory, mm-hmm. and it had to do with the Millennium Falcon, how it got to Jakku, and everything. Well, there's going to be a series of books coming out called 
Flight of the Falcon, and it's going to explain the history of where the Falcon has been. Well, and and just to harken back to uh, the EU, um, I think the book I want to say the book was called Millennium Falcon um, back then. I don't I don't remember. I have to find it in my audiobooks, but um, it really was like the changing the multiple changing of hands in the eu right um of the falcon and i thought that was cool man um so i'm glad they're doing this canon canonically yes. i guess i should say um very cool yeah i'm excited for it yeah and we'll see what happens uh so speaking of that tv show yeah resistance uh they got a new casting for it and there's somebody they're pulling from saturday night live um you remember who it is yeah it is it's bobby moynihan um did your mic go out did it? No, I still hear no, myself. No, I can hear it. I'm, Why? For some reason, I'm feeling, I'm hearing myself muffle. Oh, well, you're just muffly. Yeah, weird. All right, so yeah, Bobby Moynihan is getting brought into to nice. voice a character. That's cool. I really like Bobby Moynihan. So. Nice, dude. That's awesome. Uh, Battlefront news. Uh, Han Solo's season is starting soon, obviously. I heard about this. And this is, uh, uh, that, that's all I'm throwing out there. We're, neither of us are playing Battlefront, but um, I like that they're continuing uh you know, the content for the films as right. they go forward. Yeah, so absolutely. I think that's good. So uh, I have a link in the show notes to that. If you're playing Battlefront, sorry, I'm not. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, and we do have some Parks news, man. And I love my me some Parks news right now. You do? Cause I love it. This is awesome. Yeah. So uh, there's they're still working on the Guardians of the Galaxy themed roller coaster. And that's going to be Epcot. Right. We talked about this uh, a couple months ago. And we talked about how they were uh, closing down the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster. Yep. And they're putting in that location. Um, I think there's a little video. Do you want to maybe awesome. throw this Let's up? Let's watch it. Here, let me... Give me just a second. Hold, please, everyone. I will have to say I am disappointed that I actually... Ne- I've been to Disney World twice, and I've never been on Rock and Roller Coaster. Really? Aerosmith? It just, yeah, it just didn't work out. with the, the first time I went, I was with my brother, and we decided to go on... Um, Tower of Terror twice. Oh yeah, because it was before Tower of Terror opened in California Adventure, and then we decided to go to the Fantasmic show. Right, so I we didn't Fantasmic. get a chance to, because we only had one day at um, Hollywood Studios. Okay. Oh no, it doesn't make sense then because if it's going on, this is Epcot. Yeah, I could have sworn they said it was going to be at Hollywood Studios. No, no, they they changed some stuff around. So okay, then yeah, I don't know where it's going. Then. So let's check this out. Uh, Sick. There's an engineering that goes into this. Excuse me, imaginary. Yeah, well. Okay. So much standing. That was just a foundation. <laughs> 17 hours to lay the concrete. Well, because, you know, you've got to go all out because when you're dealing with concrete, you've got to make right. sure it's all in, in, <sighs> That's insane. in place. Um, I'm excited about that. I, I really wish that, um, well, there's a lot of changes happening, and I'd like to do a show about this uh, soon. Um, there's a lot of changes happening in DCA 
around Pixar mm-hmm. and um, and Guardians and yeah, stuff like doing, that. Yeah, they're doing Pixar Fest this summer. Right. But there's also, yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening. Right. I'd like to cover that here soon. In the next couple of weeks, we'll do it. Cool. Uh, all right. So Disneyland adding new Pirates of the Caribbean meet and greet character. And who shall this be? Well, should we have a drum roll or? Okay. It's going to be uh, Red, a fierce and an independent nomadic pirate, will step straight out of the ride this summer as a fiery redhead trades in the auction block for a stroll around Disneyland Park's uh, New Orleans Square. So this is part of the. The re. Reimagining? Reimagining, yeah. Of, because um, it, it takes Red from pirates. being the primary wench right. to being the primary pirate. Like like pirate, main character, yes. protagonist kind For of thing. For that section of the ride. Exactly. So, um, And I think that's cool. Oh, absolutely. Um, and honestly, the, uh, you know, most rides have that singular character that... Uh, you have a video going. Um, uh, most silent. Okay, most rides have a that singular character. Like when you go on... Um, uh, Haunted Mansion, right? Mm-hmm. It's either Master Gracie or the Hatbox Ghost or the uh, the the Widow, right? That you that you normally think of with Pirates of the Caribbean. It's Red. It's um the uh it's uh Jack Sparrow. Those right. are the major major ones that most people think of. Well, and I have a link in the show notes for this. There's there's more to this article um than we're saying, but um what I think is <laughs> kind of cool. It says Pirates Call Me R for short. The, the brassy buccaneer tells Disney Parks, who debuted the first look at the upcoming character encounter. I've been around the world, but the sea is always home. So, um, Are they and, saying where it's going to be located? Um, you know, it doesn't. Hold on. Oh, New Orleans Square. Well, yeah, but yeah. I'm trying to think of where they could place it. Uh, they're just going to, I think it's going to be, well, that's actually a good point. You I'm know, guessing down one of the alleys. Well, they no, have, but they, could, they can't congest that. Well, they could have it in the, um, you know, when you go over and there's a, a stairs, there's a couple, but the set's kind of blocked up. Yeah. If you, uh, at the very end of the road that um, Pirates is on, on the right, uh, there's a pin shop Yeah. that has an entrance door and an exit door. That could be an easy... They could do that, but uh, I think it would get really congested well, yeah, if, they any, a, if anywhere, they have a character meet. Yeah. Any, oh, you know what? The only other place I can think is if they placed her... By the train station. Uh, by the train station, because yeah. they've got that that uh, statue in the middle, and they mm. always already have a queue line set up there. Yeah, and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, that's the only really open area there that they that can divert other traffic. Right. I think yeah. that would work. Yeah, would But I, I like... I'm in, I'm really excited to see how the ride changes. I hope it's open. We're going in July, uh, mid July. It should well, I be. I think it's already open again. Oh yeah, it should be. Yeah, yeah it should be good. Good, good. All right, dude. Shall we? Uh, we shall. Before we get into Universal uh, Roundup, though, um, I, our usual roundup. I do want to go back to saying what the release schedule coming up is. Oh. Um, this week, uh, which is tomorrow, is Life of the Party, the new. Um, Melissa McCarthy movie. Um, next week is Deadpool two and Book Club, which actually you know it looks pretty funny. It's about a group of sixty year old yeah, women that. Yeah. that get a hold of of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, and then the week after that is Solo, and then it's kind of an off week. A couple of smaller titles, and then the week after that is Ocean's Eight. Okay, then Incredibles two with Tag, and then the week after that is Jurassic World, and uh, then and Solo. Yeah, well, well then, Solo was before that. No, I already said Solo. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and that takes us through the end of June. And then we've got the first Purge, Ant-Man, 
Hotel Transylvania 3, Skyscraper, Mamma Mia, Mission Impossible, Teen Titans Go. Yeah, a lot of movies. A lot of movies coming up this summer. It's going to be a good summer, man. Yeah, it is. All right. So, uh, usual roundup. Hold, please. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Oh, always reminds me how behind I am on that stuff. So, I know, right? Let's, uh, so speaking of me, crazy cool stuff. All right. I, did I share with you the NBA thing? Yes. Okay. And we talked about this a couple months ago when the draft first happened. Yeah. So, the NBA is now sponsoring an esports league. Right. And so 2K league. Yeah. So what they're doing is um, a lot of the teams in the NBA are basically looking at it as their, you know, another league where they sponsor players and they're going to do playoffs. They're going to do a regular season. It's going to be a whole deal. Yeah. If I remember correctly, 18 of the teams are, are, have done it. I think that's, I think it might be 20 now. It's 20 now. Yeah. Um, Well, when the draft happened, the thing is, is the people they draft, you know, actual esport players. Yeah. um, They have to move to those cities. That's amazing. And uh, they get a, a, a contract for $35,000 a year. Yeah. That's more than the G League players make. Yeah. Because the G League players make about twenty eight grand a year. It's insane. But what... But what Adam, and they compete for a million-dollar yeah. uh, pot. But what Adam Silver, who's the commissioner of the NBA, says is like he's considering this to be the fourth NBA yeah. league because you have NBA, WNBA, the G League, and now the Esports League. Which I love. I love oh, that absolutely. they're putting down the same level as... Well, I mean, same level, but... They're treating it like, okay, this is another thing we're doing, you know? Yeah, exactly. And actually, you know, it dawned on me with your new position. Congratulations, yeah. by you. the way. Thank you. Um, have you thought about looking into to seeing what it would take to get esports recognized as a CIF competition? I I, I have a lot of things I'm working on. And, and what Will's alluding to is I'm actually moving out of my English department uh, next year. And I'm going to teach a computer science class, media production class. We're going to do some podcasts. We're going to do a bunch of stuff. But... I'm trying to rope in, you know, get the gamers and geeks producing stuff, you know, and and that's right. really what I want to do. Um, get them out of being consumers and content, and make them content and, creators and, 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 and create stuff. And so, if 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 there are people that are interested in in trying to do something like this, as far as e- esports goes, uh, that would be something I I definitely would be into oh, for absolutely. sure. Um, and speaking of segues to that. Um, the Olympics is considering esports as well, which is so crazy to me, considering they got rid of baseball at the last Olympics. <laughs> and let's bring in video games. But the stipulation, obviously, with video games in esports uh, or e- esport video games in the Olympics, it couldn't be anything violent or no. anything any, so any sexist not, or yeah. you know anything like that. So, it, and and I have a link in the show notes, but it would be things like maybe Mario Kart. Or, um, or NBA, well, it, it can be NBA 2K, yeah. that, but it could be uh, FIFA. Or- yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in there that would qualify, um, that would, I think, really be really, really cool to well, see. Isn't, isn't League of Legends not violence-based? Uh, that's me, already one of the bigger there, leagues. There's a little list in uh, League of Legends, I think, wouldn't qualify, but let me check this out. So there's some, uh, some suggestions, and this is from Geek and Sundry. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8, uh, Mario Brothers 3, obviously that was from back in the day, uh, Dance Dance Revolution would be another one, 
um, getting over it. I'm not familiar with any of the guitar hero. Um, stuff. yeah, but any of the, the rhythm based stuff would be fine too. But I mean, it, I mean, honestly, man, I mean, it'd be really, really cool to see any video games in the Olympics and, and, right. and that means that gamers have something more than like, I'm just going to play this game in isolation. It's like, okay, I'm working towards a goal, right. You know, and whether they make it or not, like it, there's something about being able to be competitive in the thing that you love. For example, I love golf, right? I'm not a great golfer. I'm I'm okay. I'm right. better than the average, right? Yeah. Or the most people. But at the same time, I'm nowhere near some of the guys I play with and definitely nowhere near the pros. But I can compete and I love competing. And just being able to compete towards something and whether it be a qualifier or something like that to go to a next level of something – that that means something. Exactly. So even if you don't get there, there's something about that competitiveness that's exciting. Right. Absolutely. It's it's very similar to like when with I mean using golf an example is having the amateur status stuff with the US Open and that it's still an open qualifier. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So outside of that, let's get to real review stuff. Um I'm pretty excited about this first story. Yeah, well we've been talking <laughs> about this for a couple of years now, but yeah, we it's been. official. Um, that Bill and Ted 3 is officially going forward, and it will have Keanu Reeves and mm-hmm. Alex Winter. And what will it be called? It's called uh, Face the Music. Right. And in honor of that, now that they're going forward with the film, there is a brand new Blu-ray collection that's coming out uh, that I have a link in the show notes I'm for. it's going to have Excellent Adventure, Bogus Journey, and possibly the cartoon. Yeah, I mean, um, there's some other stuff in there, too. I just, oh, yeah, here we go. It's the new commentary. For uh, Excellent Adventure, a um, bunch of commentary tracks. Um, there's a documentary as well. It's called uh, Time Flies When You're Having Fun, a brand new extensive documentary looking back at most Excellent Adventure. You know what would be awesome is I would love did, to buy this. I'm going to buy this. If they did a behind the music of Wild Stallions. Oh, dude. I want to buy I'm going to buy this. We watched the movies with the kids. Um and uh, they loved it. It's it's one of those movies like it's so adorable and harmless and fun. Right. Like my kids, even over a year ago when we showed it to them, I mean they're you know nine and six now. They were probably I don't know eight and five then. I mean they they loved it. They loved it. Hey Zen, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for being here, man. Um, did you have them watch the second one with the game against the the death? No, we haven't watched Bogus okay. Journey. We watched the first one. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, welcome to everybody who's in the chat room. We are winding down, but we're getting to some cool stuff here. So, uh, TV news. Yeah, this is actually, May is, is really a big time for TV because you have mm-hmm. upfronts and everything. And so, you're starting to get, and we haven't had our upfronts yet, which means we don't know exactly what's coming for fall completely yet. Um <laughs> no way, he said. <laughs> way, but um, but this is when we start hearing uh, things about people about episodes getting picked up, yeah, uh, new episode orders, stuff like that. And there's some really big news I'm excited about. Yeah, so the 100, um, which we watched most of the first season, and I liked a lot. We just we watched so many things at the time, and we haven't gone back. But the 100 is being renewed for season six, which right. is a big deal. Um, I'm really stoked about this next one, only because I'm a big Goldbergs fan. I'm super current right now, and Rick Moranis is going to reprise his role, his space balls role as dark, dark, helmet. dark helmet. Um, the thing about this on the Goldbergs, is, yeah. What's cool. amazing about this is actually Rick Moranis has been out of sh- out of movies for a while, long time. 
um, because he's been doing his music. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he's actually, I think he won an M or won a Grammy. Well, either way, he's back doing some stuff, right. doing some acting, and I love that he's gonna be on the Goldbergs, and I I can't wait to see Dark Helmet on the Goldbergs. That's very really awesome. Cool. Um, and this I and I've been meaning to get into Star Trek Discovery because I know that I would love it, and I just haven't right watched it yet. Um, but uh, Jonathan Frakes, 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 um, he has was renew reunited on the set with. Marina Certes, Certes, um, who played uh, Troy right. on Next Generation, and I love that. Ah, uh, that they were my favorite couple back in the day. I loved it. Very cool. So I think that's cool, and I I can't wait. What I want to do is watch Discovery and then come back and talk more about this at some point. Um, this one is especially good for my brother Steve. If you're still in the chat room, please listen up. Uh, <laughs> Outlander has been renewed for not only season four but also seasons five and six, and just like I was just saying, the wife and I watched uh, about half the first season of Outlander, and which is really a cool show. Yeah, Stephen is uh, and his wife really dig it. Um, it's based on incredibly popular book series. Yeah, and I just haven't. We just didn't go back. Right. Sadly. Okay. But, now this is the one I am excited for. Yeah, this is great. So, um, and it's a long time coming because there was a lull there of, of where they're going to get. Right. Renewed. Well, well, the thing is, it's like, okay, this is, uh, we're talking about Rick and Morty. Yeah. They've done three seasons. So they've only done less than 40 episodes. Sure. Because um, I think it was like 11, 12, yeah, or 13 something or something like that. Like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got less than 40 episodes. They got an episode, they, they, people were worried about the, they weren't going to get picked up at all. Right. Um, in that uh, Adult Swim wasn't getting, uh, wasn't making them a priority and all we wanted was an episode order for fourth season which would have been about 10 or 11 episodes right they made an order for 70 more episodes yeah it's amazing so you're looking at at a good six or seven seasons yeah so that's great and rick and morty fans rejoice it's gonna be great word uh pickle rick all right so shall we get to universal Uh, absolutely so you have some DC news. I do. Um, so there's a rumor that Peter Jackson is considering to a DC movie. Yeah. Um, because right now we already talked about how they're... What's uh, he been doing? Well, we he's, he has a movie coming out later this year. Mm. And then we had a discussion a few weeks ago. We were talking about how Amazon is doing a, um, a Middle Earth series. Right. Right. And he might be involved in that, but he's kind of deciding between that and DC. Um, any... He would basically have his choice of doing whatever project he wants if he were to pick a DC. Oh, of course. Um, I would like to see him pick up the mantle of the the uh, the uh, like Feige, not Feige. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. I want him to actually just do a movie, but it's for the uh, what's in it? What's the last movie? Justice League, the Dark Justice League. Oh, I see what you're saying. The one that's okay. edited by Constantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Which was, uh, I, I think Guillermo del Toro was supposed to do it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he would be good to do it because if you remember back to when he did uh, the Michael J. Fox movie, The Frighteners, yeah. he could definitely do family-friendly dark film, which is really what DC needs right now. Yeah, I'm down with that. Um, I got a little bit of Wonder Woman news, sort of. Yeah, so uh, they're, they've already started production, and it's uh, come to light how much Patty Jenkins is getting paid. Yeah, she got a slight increase. A little bit? <laughs> Somewhere around seven to nine mil. Increase? Which, or is how much she's making? It says, okay, so it's Patty Jenkins officially signed up to helm the uh, sequel back in September. It was reported she would get a major increase in salary. Yeah, so she got a seven to nine million dollar increase. Nice. You're right. 
Um, and yeah, so that's going to make all the money. So uh, why don't you tell me what uh, Bob Iger has been saying? It's hard to say, dude. I only I only saw part of this article. So right. Bob Iger is Disney CEO. Yeah, we know that. And uh, right now we you know we've talked about the the Disney Fox buyout for a while now. Um, the the all the paperwork has been done, but what they need to do is go through basically the equivalent of all the SEC um, approvals for all the countries around the world. Right. Because it's going to have to do, because they're buying part of Sky, they'd have to go through Britain. Because they're buying the the Indian uh, telecom uh, section, they have to go through India. All these different things, right? Um, well, what this does is it allows other companies to be able to swoop in and try to do a buyout of certain parts of it. Right. And evidently Comcast is trying to buy something. They're trying to buy the Fox part of the Fox deal. So, Iger right. uh, says, I'm not going to speculate at all about what Comcast is doing or why they're doing it. I can only say, reiterate, that we made a deal in December that received unanimous approval, which is important, by 21st, 21st Century Fox Board. Um, we're in the process of filing uh, what we need to file to gain both regulatory approval and shareholder approval, etc. So down below it says, down here it says, um, Disney is offering $52 million in stock options, which is different from Comcast's potential bid for an all-cash offer. So there's something going on there. Yeah, the, the things about this is... Um, if I remember correctly, Comcast did put in a bid with the original bid process. Um, and even though it was more than Disney, they still picked Disney. So oh, yeah, because it says Comcast would offer an all-cash bid to top Disney's offer for 21st Century Fox assets on the condition that the United States government would be approve AT&T's acquisition of Time Warner. Right. So there's Which, a whole bunch yeah, of stuff. So a lot of moving parts. Yeah, so the AT&T uh, Time Warner thing is much less likely to happen. Yeah. Just because that is a huge, huge, That's huge massive. merger. I yeah. mean, that makes the Disney-Fox uh, merger look like peanuts. Yeah. Now, the, the other thing going for it is... Imagine you're, you're Fox, right? You have all these wonderful properties. Um, most notably for what Fox, what what Disney wants it for is Fantastic Four, X-Men, and Deadpool. Right. Do you want to just take the money and run, which is what would happen if Comcast buys them? Or would you rather take stock options knowing that they're going to go to a, an organization that's going to make those, prof, those properties more valuable? Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. So I know, ultimately, in the long run, I think those stock options would actually be worth more than the cash in hand. And and for a, a company like Comcast, I mean, right. And just because of the nature of inflation, uh, you know, cash on hand loses value as you go forward in time. So I, I I think there I think it's still a better deal for Disney. So yeah. speaking of a lot of money being spent, uh, Mulan. <laughs> moving on, right? Uh, the budget. Apparently, the budget makes it one of the most expensive movies ever made. Can that even be a thing? Uh, possibly. Okay. So it says, uh, Disney's upcoming live-action Mulan reportedly carries a more than $290 million price tag. It's a lot of money, dude. It is a lot of money, but um, it really depends on where it's filming. Um, so it says, uh, for comparison, the studio spent close to $300 million, quotes, on superhero crossover epic and uh, Infinity War, which cost the studio upwards of four hundred fifty thousand dollars a day, which I'll talk about later in the show as well. Um, and it says uh, if the two hundred ninety million dollar 
uh, plus budget from Milan holds true and make Disney's latest animation to live action translation one of the most expensive movie productions in history. For Mulan. That's going to be a huge hit. No, it's going to be amazing. It is. but what I, I can't th- wait, but it's a I, lot of money. It is, but what I think they're really banking on is a massive international return, especially yeah. in China. Oh, for sure. Especially in China, for sure. All right, man. So let's get to Netflix, because uh, there's a couple of cool stuff in Netflix. So we got Netflix's Bright sequel. Um, so Max Landis, he was in charge of the first one. Right, Correct. this is John Landis' son. And Max Landis is also in charge of um, uh, Holistic Detective. Um, Dirk Gently. Dirk Gently, which I, he's a crazy person, by the way, <laughs> Max Landis. I, 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 I was on that, I went to that panel in San Diego last year. Right. He's, he's, he's brilliant, brilliantly, brilliantly crazy, which I love. Um, but anyway, uh, it looks like uh, the Bright sequel has tapped if, uh, Evan mm, Spipotopoulos Speliotopoulos I don't know who pinned the Huntsman Winter's War and Disney's live action Beauty and the Beast to take over the script duties for original writer Max Landis okay so that's cool I mean I would be a little concerned about the the, the Huntsman uh, Winter's War but uh, yeah. you know if you wrote Beauty and the Beast yeah that was a money maker so yeah and I'm sorry I mispronounced his name insanely and it's all good. Here we are. Um, this is one that I'm really excited about. There's a documentary coming to Netflix this month, and it's called Making Fun, The Story of Funko. Oh, finally. I really like to hear this story. So this would be very cool. And this is something kind of close to my heart, because first of all, I've got a couple of friends that work for Funko. Yeah. Um, but um, I lived up just north of Seattle for 10, 10 years, and uh, it's based out of Everett, Washington, yeah. right up there. Well, also, like, uh, as someone who goes to... Uh, Geek conventions. Funko uh, is everywhere. And, and Funko is literally everywhere. Funko Fun Day is a big thing in San Diego uh, for Comic-Con and that kind of thing. And and so, um, <clears throat> and a lot of exclusives come up and they're Funko based. So, yeah, that'd be cool. I would love to hear that story. I really want to hear that story. Yeah, I really want to. Uh, we, we didn't make it to the Funko pop-up shop last year. Yeah. Um, because it was the first year they did it. Um, I really want to go this year. Well, and on that note. Um, it was a little too far away. Well. Not only that, but in San Diego, like knowing that, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. There was, it had to do with Funko and what was going on. Anyway, I'll, I'll come back to it. But Kevin Smith? No, but uh, I mean, what I guess the big part is, is just merchandise in general. Um, and a lot of it having to do with Funko and, and Funko being a part of, of what drives people going to these booths. And getting those exclusives and stuff like that, I think that's yes. I think that's important. So, absolutely. All right, man. So let's get to Marvel. This one's you. Awkward silence. <laughs> Just mess around. Okay, so what do we got? We have um, <clears throat> speaking of collectibles, uh, Infinity War, Hot Toys, Cos Baby bobblehead figures. I will link in the show notes to it. It's pretty darn cool looking. Um, it's Hot Toys, Cos Baby bobblehead lineup. For Avengers Affinity War is basically what it is. And they're available direct from Disney. There's links in there for that. There's a the, They look pretty darn cool, dude. I mean, they're not Funko, but... Yeah, well, I'm not a big fan of bobbleheads. Just because yeah. they... Unless you have a, a proper way to display them, um, they can wear out over time. And Exactly. Um, do you want to wait on any of this Avengers stuff? 
do we want to do another spoiler show? Because I feel like we've done two spoiler shows in a row. Yeah, I'd say just skip it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we had a reaction show two weeks ago, Will and I and our friend Dan. And then we also, last week, I had a little bit of spoilers with John Skeen, who's, who, who was here for Will last week. So refer back to those shows for sure. And I'm thinking next week we'll come back to more spoiler-heavy stuff. I didn't want to do another spoiler-heavy thing. But speaking of Avengers of Infinity War, they spent around $450,000 a day. Yeah, but was that for the movie or was that for the reshoots? Um, it's a lot of money. So Avengers Infinity War cost Marvel Studios upwards of $450,000 a day and went over budget. Something um, the Russo brothers were saying, uh, to uh, they attributed to an expensive cast, uh, expensive visual effects, and day-to-day running of a massive production. So, um, you know, it is what it is. The cast gets all of it, et cetera, et cetera. We give most of it to Downey, Russo joked, <laughs> um, which is funny. Uh, well, considering he gets paid like $50 million. Yeah, he gets a lot of money. But uh, it's just expensive. It's expensive to shoot a movie like that, dude. And especially when you're shooting two movies at a time, too. Oh, absolutely. So um, so just kind of give people an update. Um, as of yesterday, uh, Avengers was at $479 million, mm-hmm. Um And what that does, that puts it at... Sorry, one second. That puts it at number twelve all time. Wow! Uh, next time, next thing it has to beat is Finding Dory in uh, in nine million or seven million dollars. Um, it has in the next hundred million dollars. It'll pass. Well, actually, in just in the next sixty million dollars, it'll jump up to eighth place all time. Damn! Um, to kind of put it in perspective, the last major juggernaut Black Panther, which is now pushed to number three all time and is getting ready to crack seven hundred million. It's at six ninety four right now. Crazy. Um, in the its first thirteen days, it did four hundred and twenty eight million. So um, we already know that Black Panther is, is probably going to have had longer legs by the end of it, but it still has about a fifty million dollar lead on it. But also in in uh, comparison, uh, Force Awakens at this point had already hit six hundred twenty nine million. Crazy. Um. So what I want to do is I want to come back to this last one in that section okay next week because i have some thoughts on that and i want to do a spoiler free this week and then next week i want to come back and just spoil um, the crap out of stuff well the name of the uh, i'll just not to bury the lead is this is avengers infinity war this generation's empire strikes back right and if, and if you have an opinion on that email us tweet us whatever and we'll talk about it next week sounds like a plan oh we can't talk about any of the Avengers 4 stuff then uh yeah skip all that because we'll come back to it next week damn okay I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight this and do something. okay we can talk about a couple of uh, Captain Marvel things yeah um, yeah let's do that so Annette Benning, uh Academy Award nominee um Annette Benning, who's fantastic has been cast in uh Captain Marvel in a super secret role yeah and and I'm glad it's secret secret uh, I'm glad that it's it, very much how like uh, Peter Dinklage was secret until we got to exactly. Avengers. Well, and and um, yeah, not to not to not to try to spoil stuff, but uh, Peter Dinklage's role was was awesome. amazing, which we talked about. Which we, yes. you know, you hear us talk about that on the reaction. It was spot show, on. So. Uh, this next one you put in, uh, tell us about a battle scene. Um, so there was a battle scene that was revealed, and that is going to be. In um, where they reveal the location of the battle scene, 
Silver Lake. Wait, Shaver Lake. <laughs> I don't know where that is. Hold on, let me find it. Uh, fans got an early look uh, at how that all starts. Things this video from Bass Lake Summer Facebook page. Um, oh, let me find it. Yeah, so uh, huge chunks of metal debris on the beach of Shaver Lake, which I don't know where that is. It's not telling me where it is. Where's Shaver Lake, dude? I don't know. Let me look it up. It's funny. It doesn't say where it is. Footage shows the crew reworking the terrain a bit while also adding huge chunks of metal debris on the beach of Shaver Lake. And no other oh, it's uh, right outside of Fresno. Okay. Oh, shoot. That's close. Where I grew up. Cool. That was sounded familiar. Okay. So that's cool. I'm down. It's nice to know that's happening near us, you know? Well, relative. As close as you can be near in California. Just give me this. Don't take this away from me. It's actually right next to the uh, uh, Sierra National Forest and Kings Canyon National Park. Exactly. All right. So um, that's it for Marvel stuff. You have some pretty cool news here for uh, for Smod. And this is going to be a bridge into the tail end of our show, which usually is around uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which is, especially this time of year, important to talk about. So let's let's hash this out. So we got Kevin Smith is coming back. Right. He's doing three shows. Which he normally does. But Thursday, this, Friday, but the and Saturday. the lineup is different this year. The lineup is different. There's no Fat Man on Batman. Right. Um, we've got a Jane and Bob Get Old. Right. Hollywood Babylon on Saturday. Which we're going to. Right. And what's the third show? Um, what was the third show? Is it Fat Man? It might be Fat Man. Are you sure? Let me check. Yeah, it is Fat Man. Sorry. Oh, they must have added I, I, in. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I thought it wasn't Fat Man. So it's Fat Man on Batman Thursday. Um, Jay well, it makes B- sense because then they're, then Bernard will be free to do all the uh, all the other stuff he's stuff. doing, and then Jay and Silent Bob get old on Friday, and then Hollywood Babylon on Saturday. And is is Kevin Smith doing the IMDb boat again? Uh, you know he hasn't said, but I'm guessing they're going to rope him in for that. I don't, you know, he, I think I I have a feeling he's just going to be taking a diminished role. Yeah, because of the heart attack. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Um, but we bought our tickets for Hollywood Babylon for Saturday night. Yes, we did. Because this is our seventh, eighth year? Uh, seventh year in a row. Your eighth. No, your seventh, my sixth. Is that, that's right. Okay. Because I took one off. Yeah, that's week. right. Last year was my sixth. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I wouldn't mind seeing Fat Man again, but at the same time, I'm. I can't Dude, do. You fell asleep during Batman. But we had Batman. It was scene. on the back end, too. It was on the back end. It was yeah. the very last night. Um, and it we, was after our puck cantina. Dude, we were exhausted. And I was done. And because we were at our puck cantina late, we got like we were in the last row. And I just and we couldn't like, see anything. I just like curled up, couldn't see him, had my drink, and then went to sleep a little bit. Yeah, and, and it was frustrating because the year before we had gotten front row seats. Right. And we actually got to shake their hands. Yeah, that, that was really cool. So um I'm super stoked about um Babylon. I about cannot Babylon. wait. Yeah. So we got our tickets for that. So if you are going to be in the area and you want to join us, get your tickets now. Yeah, the last couple of years we've met some really cool people out in the uh, the things, and uh, the really cool. they, they're still listening to us. But uh, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We get very, you know, I, I'm not a very social person. Yeah, but I, I usually do get involved as much as my back and feet <laughs> can handle. Although I am bound to determine to remember to bring one of those fold up. Yeah, seats. get one of those things, dude. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, Smith is back, obviously doing his shows. We're just going to do the one show this year, but um, Comedy Club is a fun place to see it. If you the you buy a ticket, uh, but it depends on when you get there is how close to the front you right, are. Right, it's all first come, first served. So you get there early, 
you get good seats. You get a good seat. So that's good. Um, Castle Rock is coming to San Diego Comic-Con as well. Right. We watched um, the trailer during trailer time. We did watch the trailer during trailer time. And they're going to, I think they're going to have, uh, Hulu is going to have an increased presence this year. And let's see if they're going to do an offsite. Yeah. So according to several reports um, from the Hulu's upfronts, uh, they plan to be doing a bunch of stuff. So I don't know what it looks like yet, if it's going to be an offsite or not. But um, but I'll, I'll, we'll keep you posted for sure because that's going to be cool. And then the Rickmobile is coming back. <laughs> you know, Rick and Morty mobile. Yes. And now that I'm a Rick and Morty fan, I've watched all the things. Since, Dude, I've watched them multiple times. Yeah, I'm going to go and check that out. So that's coming. Actually, it's a mobile store. So yeah, they do a road. They they drive, you know, from a location. They come to Comic Con. They open up. It's a mobile store. It's a dude. Bunch. I just want to get a pickle Rick plush. Yeah, and just throw it in my on my dashboard. Yeah, there it is. All right, all right, dude. So anything else, San Diego Comic Con wise? Oh, we should talk about our cantina. So we are working on um our venue. Um, we've been doing Mission Brewing Company for the last two years. And they may not be able to accommodate us this year. Because they're booking for the entire week. They might be booked for the entire week. So we are looking for another venue for our Pucked Cantina. Um, if you are... If uh, you're a San Diego local, yeah, please send us suggestions. Um, we are looking basically for a fairly localized to Gaslamp yeah. area that has a side room where we can record. A side room and upstairs. Just downstairs. a spot where like 20 people can get... Um, and actually record a podcast that's not in the middle of a in the middle of a bar, right? Exactly. On a Friday night, because we're gonna do we we are shooting for Friday night of San Diego and uh, Comic Con, and that is because we don't want to overbook ourselves this year, and we have Babylon Saturday night, so we're we're shooting for Friday night. Yes. All right, guys. Good. Um, I will say my one last thing is, uh, the people that put on Phoenix comic fest, which I went to a few years ago mm. and they also do uh, Minneapolis, uh, fest. Um, they are putting on a new convention in Las Vegas. that's going to be this September. Um, and I'm considering about putting in uh, for a media pass for myself. Um, if you would, if you're local to, to Vegas or if you know anything about the Vegas area and you would like to see us cover that. Please let us know, and uh, we'll see if we uh, can follow through on that. Also, one more thing, <laughs> since we're adding one more thing. Um, I'm actually going to be in Disneyland um, right before San Diego this year. And if anybody else is traveling on Wednesday to San Diego Comic-Con, um, I'd love to hit a ride with you. Then avoid one flight, if possible. Uh, I think, actually, I, I was talking to my brother. I think I'm going to end up taking the train. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you want to jump on the train with me. Yeah, we'll see. I'll, I got to figure something out. Cause, cool. Uh, flights are getting expensive. I booked my flight to Houston today, and that oh. was almost five hundred bucks. Oh, I'm sure. So yeah, so uh, so we'll look into that. Also, please do not forget to uh, start designing your Pucked Three shirt mm-hmm. and uh, submit that and see if you can win the winning design. Indeed. So thanks for tuning in to the Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Dr. Pops on Twitter, and Will is at Emerald Griggs. Uh, find us on all your favorite podcasters, iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, Google Play, and all the rest. Support the show, teespring.com slash store slash usualpodcast. Um, the what was it uh, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast get a free audiobook on us there's a ton of stuff out there 
And the best way to support us is patreon.com slash usual podcast. Yes, and we have join, a bunch of tiers set up. And yeah, join uh, join Eddie and John and become yeah. our drinking buddies. Become a drinking buddy. And, you know, have some fun. Have a fun. Have a fun. Excuse me, you're stealing my line. I was trying not to, but you didn't say it. Jeez, so. Have a fun. Have a fun. We'll see you all next week. Peace. Thanks, everybody in the chat room. You guys are awesome. Oh, I really Pendraco appreciate it. said this again. Thank you. Pendragos, you're amazing. Zen, thanks for being there, man. 